Welcome in once again. It's that betting show here on 610 Sports Radio. Alex Gold with you for the next hour. I got Julio Sanchez producing the show. NFL kickoff about 20 minutes away. Rams, Bills. We'll hit on a couple of the bets for tonight. Also making sure you take advantage of a couple of the boosts and opportunities that you have. For those of you that got multiple apps, one weekend to legalize sports betting in Kansas. How things going so far for you guys? 913-586-7610 is the J Southland Toe Service text line. We'll keep an eye on your texts there. Keep on sending on Twitter at Alex Gould those screenshots. Some of you sent me some DMs of your winning parlays. So your winning bets. I love seeing those. Keep that going. Let me know what you're on tonight. I've seen a lot of people on our Discord channel for the show posting their bets for tonight's game as well. And then we've got a full NFL slate after tonight. We've got college football week number two. There is a ton to get into. Just an hour show today. This is our normal time slot. Last week we had the the two-hour special. This is the normal time slot uh, with the exception of next Thursday where where the Chargers and Chiefs are playing, of course, on Thursday night football. But I'll still put out like a 30-minute podcast or something next week. But this will typically be the normal time slot here on 610 Sports Radio from 7 to 8 o'clock right here. It's that betting show, the, the only live and local sports betting show in Kansas City. And then we'll hand things off to the Chris Kleiman show. That'll be the normal lineup here on Thursday nights on 610 Sports Radio. We'll take your phone calls as well to 913-586-7610. Uh, for those of you that are still maybe having some questions about uh, how to go about betting for the first time. Would love to take your calls on that. Any any advice that you guys need, would love to help you out with that as well. We'll even get into the next segment here in about 15 minutes or so. Teasers. You've probably heard uh, teasers in the betting world. Uh, and Okay, what what is that? When should I actually tease a spread down or a total down? Does it make sense? We'll try to educate you on that a little bit so everybody can be more knowledgeable. As I said last week, that's the ultimate goal here with the show as well. Yeah, we're all going to try to make some money here. We're going to have my Goldilocks at the end of the show. We'll hear from a handicapping expert and Alan Bell here in about 25 minutes from Sportsline and CBS Sports. So we're, we're going to try to also educate along the way. Hopefully last week was helpful to a lot of you. This week, we'll kind of focus in on teasers and how you could potentially attack those because teasers aren't something you should do every single week unless the lines dictate that that's actually something that you should take advantage of. I'll explain why that is the case coming up in a little bit. But before I even get into the Chiefs and Cardinals, which that game is on Sunday afternoon, as we all know, and the Chiefs, that line is bumped all the way up to five and a half or six points, depending on what sports book you were looking at. Goes back to our one of the first things we mentioned on the show last week, which is make sure you shop around. I know some of you maybe have a preference on what book you're going to use, and that's fine, but make sure you shop around for future bets, for spreads. Again, right now, the Chiefs are minus six at one or two books. They're five and a half in another. If you're able to, you want to, if you believe in the Chiefs covering, you should try to get them at five and a half and not six. I'm not saying they can't cover the six, but of course you'd rather have that half point just in case you avoid a push if it gets down to that in a backdoor cover perhaps. So that's why line shopping is very important. As far as today's game goes, tonight's game with the Bills and the Rams, it's kind of interesting because I really think, given the fact we're talking about the defending champs and then you've got the preseason Super Bowl champs on the other side in the Buffalo Bills, like, we haven't seen a Thursday night matchup like this before. We always, in the last, what, decade, they've been doing these 
prior year's Super Bowl winner gets to host the game, right? We, we've seen that's That's nothing new. But we haven't had it to where prior year Super Bowl winner is then hosting the next season preseason favorite. And, man, everybody is on the Buffalo Bills bandwagon. And I know it sounds cliche, but this is a statement game opportunity for the Bills. right? If the Bills win tonight and they are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in L.A., if they win, it reinforces NFL game day and their network, right? Everybody saying the Bills are going to win the championship. I have no problem with the Bills being preseason favorites. I'm surprised that everybody (laughs) seemingly is picking them, but I have no issue with them being preseason favorites. They do have one of the best rosters in football. I think the Bills and Chargers actually have probably the two best rosters in football. I put the Niners actually in the top five as well, not the Chiefs, but that doesn't mean that the Chiefs can't win the Super Bowl, but I think heading into the season, that's an accurate representation of where things are at. So as far as tonight's game, I do actually like the Bills. Now, Hopefully you got the line at a little bit better number. Earlier this offseason, as a matter of fact, the Bills were one-point underdogs. When this when this game first opened up months ago, and I, and I get it, it hasn't been legal in Kansas except for a week. We're still new to this whole thing. But two months ago, you could have got the Bills as a one-point dog. The public is all over the Bills tonight at minus 2.5. The total has crept down to 51.5. So I, I like the Bills on the money line. I don't like it at minus 2.5. I've got on the a bet on the Bills money line minus one thirty four. The Rams are plus one fourteen on the money line, and this is over at FanDuel. We can switch up the books, as I said, uh, if we want to check on different ones throughout the show. And the total fifty one and a half that's gone down. I I like the over now that it's at fifty one and a half. If you can get it down to fifty one, I like it even more. I right, talk about key numbers last week on the show. Fifty one, fifty one and a half. It's a lot better than having it at 52. I do think we'll see some points tonight. I understand these were two of the top defenses a year ago, but there's some injuries in that Bills secondary. I do think we'll see some points scored between both of these offenses. And for that matter, because of the strength of these defenses, would it surprise you at all? And you can find a prop bet on it that a a defensive touchdown occurs in this game. We'll have Alan Bell from Sportsline join me a little bit later on, and I want to talk to him about both these quarterbacks and the likelihood of them throwing interceptions uh, tonight as well. Because that actually is not plus money for, for both to throw a pick. Now, each one is like minus 130 or so. So I guess it's plus money if you parlay the two. But it's not out of the question for that. I, I like the Bills to win outright in this game for the reasons I mentioned with the, with, with the roster that they have going into this one. I mentioned we'll take your calls throughout the show today. 913-586-7610. First up, we've got Jose in Overland Park. What's going on, man? Hey, buddy. Hey, a couple quick things real quick. I won't take up too much of your time. Uh, one of the things I was going to tell you is uh, that Twitter uh, live thing. I don't know what it's called. Uh, I'm a little older. Uh, the Twitter amazing. spaces? Yes, amazing. And then the Discord, great. Like, oh, I thanks, love man. It. I appreciate like, that. Uh, I'm really just, like I said, it's great just to see those notifications pop up and just see it. Um, as far as the game tonight, you know, I, I actually did a little bit of the opposite of you, right? So uh, ideally, so I took the under just because of the defenses. We'll see. You know, it's different opinions. That happens. I took the under just because of the defenses, and I actually took the Rams at plus 130 on DraftKings. My biggest question was going to be, how do you feel about, like, switching back and forth between apps? Because, so, like, I used all my free bets on all the apps, and I'm like, hey, you know, just using them all just to see how it feels. Um, I actually like DraftKings the most. Um, So just their app, their logging in. MGM was a little bit annoying just because 
every single time you got to click a few, and it sounds third world country kind of thing, but a few extra clicks just to log in compared to DraftKings and FanDuel where you just click a button and log in. Um, I like the interface a little bit more on DraftKings, but just wanted to see your opinion as far as like, you know, messing around with a few more. I got rid of, there were six that when they started opening up, I got, I got all downloaded all six, placed best in all six. Um, I ended up with three. I ended up with uh, DraftKings, FanDuel, and Barstool. Um, but I think DraftKings is my main one. I just want to see what your opinion was on, you know, switching back and forth and anything like that. Hey. I'll hang up and talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks, Jose. I really appreciate the kind words. Yeah, so the apps, I do encourage everybody to check each one of them out because, as we mentioned, there are a lot of great sign-up bonuses still going on and boosts going on. I think FanDuel and DraftKings, so many people also are used to it because they've played it through Daily Fantasy. So I think that's also helped. Like you, Long before sports wagering being legalized, you've been able to do Daily Fantasy in Kansas and so I think a lot of people already had the FanDuel app, which if, if you play Daily Fantasy, you know they, the Sportsbook app and the FanDuel uh, Fantasy app, same with DraftKings, they're, they're two separate apps, but they look very similar with the interface. So I think that's where some of the, the comfortability has gone with it. Um, as far as like for me, what am I using? I'll be honest, like, like today for the first time I actually use Caesars. Uh, this was the first time I used Caesars. I took advantage of a, a sign-up bet offer that they had. Um, so I've... And I've downloaded points, but I've had all six. <laughs> this is an unbiased opinion, correct? Yeah, yeah this is all six. I, I don't. Yeah, no, no. Trust me, nobody's right. nobody's paying me any money for any, any of the uh, for for any of the apps. So I, this is this is un, this is unbiased. Um, I will say, FanDuel and DraftKings have had the best boost. Okay, so what are those? So for tonight, you guys still have like ten minutes to do this if you haven't already. Right now, Fa- FanDuel just for Kansas has if one plus total points are scored in Rams versus Bills, instead of minus ten thousand, it's plus a hundred. So what does that mean? It's a max bet, though, of, of $50, right? They're not going to let you do, you know, $500 or something, but 50 bucks, and you would win $50 back. So that is essentially free money, guys. I know normally you're like, oh, there's no such thing as free money. For, for this, as long as you put in money, you can't use a free bet for this, but if you have a cash balance on your FanDuel account, whether you need to deposit it or you've won money, hopefully you have, if more than one point... <laughs> Or one point is scored in the game, which I don't know about you. I don't think we're going four and a half quarters scoreless. So I think you're safe. Then you get 50 bucks. So like, that's just a, a boost that won't be there forever. They're going to do it this week. Maybe hopefully we get a couple more weeks of this. Eventually, if you live in uh, New York where it's been legal since last November, they're not getting that same boost. Now, DraftKings has one for the Chiefs game on Sunday where you can double your money. Same concept. You might have taken advantage for the K-State game over at DraftKings on a Saturday, similar concept. I think it was if K-State scored a point, you got to double your money. Now they have limitations. It's 50 bucks max. Uh, there, there's, there's all these different types of boosts that you got to take advantage of. And when it comes to these uh, where they're in-game type boosts, FanDuel and DraftKings have certainly uh, been the best for that. Um, some of the, the other apps have really good risk-free bet options. Again, it, everybody's going to operate differently. Some people don't want to have to put in X amount of money to really get the advantage, right? The, the BetMGM, if you haven't even signed up yet for that app, you can get a $1,000 risk-free bet. The Caesars app today, if you haven't signed up before, if you, depo- you can def- deposit money, and if you make your first cash wager up to twelve fifty is risk-free. So if you put in 1000 bucks and you make a $1,000 bet with your first bet and it hits, great. If it doesn't, you'll get a $1,000 free bet back. So you essentially get like two chances to hit on a bet. Not endorsing that that's what you should do, but just that is an option that you can, you can have. So that's kind of my feel on the apps. Um, some of them have been a little glitchier than others to your point about uh, like steps and all that. Each one has different steps, but there's some that certainly have been smoother than others. 
I would highly encourage you to shop around on live betting because if you can, I know it's tough on live uh, points bet. I'll just be frank. Points bet has been the worst on live betting so far from a, from an odds perspective, their numbers have been off compared to others. So that's, I guess that's what I would say on, on some of the apps and kind of shopping around and, and how that's going uh, to work. Appreciate the call. 913-586-7610. Uh, and again, he referenced the, the discord. If you want to join the discord channel where we've got a bunch of people in there talking about their plays for the weekend uh, questions, help everybody helping out each other. Uh, just hit me up on Twitter at Alex gold. I'll send you the, the link. It's completely free to join discord channel. That's all it is. It takes two seconds to sign up and it's kind of a fun free flowing, uh, uh, community aspect uh, to others that are really into betting here in the Kansas City area. And it's it's been a lot of fun to see that kind of develop as well. All right, let's get a break. And we come back, let's really key in on this Chiefs and Cardinals game. There's been some line movement. There's been some injury news, some prop bets we want to attack. We'll get to that as we're just getting started here on That Betting Show. That Betting Show with Alex Gold. Thursday starting at 7 p.m. on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Back here on That Betting Show, NFL kickoff just a few minutes away. I know we took a phone call there. I'll finish up just quick what I've got on the game tonight. Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford each have over 249 and a half passing yards. Caesars has that boosted up to plus 110 right now. So a little bit of money on that and also a fun anytime touchdown prop bet on Dawson Knox plus 160 to score a touchdown. Doesn't that be the first touchdown of the game? And a lot of people like doing those as well. And we will, I'm sure, at some point in time this season. Uh, but just any time touchdown. Dawson Knox, if he wants to score the first one, I'll be just fine. I'll just be very happy with that as well. Um, but plus 160 for Dawson Knox. Uh, so those are just a couple of things I'm on for Thursday night football. But let's let's lock in here. I know a lot of people uh, are going to be listening to this back on podcasts as they're watching NFL football tonight. So uh, if you're listening on a Friday or Saturday, heading into college football week and NFL week, and we appreciate that as well. So the Chiefs. They are five and a half point favorites over the Cardinals. Now, this was down to three and a half a week ago. If you if you jumped on this a week ago, the Chiefs were three and a half point favorites, and you got what appears to now be some what we call good closing line value. If you ever see CLV, that's closing line value. That is something that's very, very important. Sometimes you're going to have positive closing line value, sometimes negative. If you got the Chiefs at minus three and a half, you're already guaranteed to have positive closing line value because this line is going to close. It looks like already at at least minus five and a half as in the chiefs need to score six or more points for you to win your bet. Again, some places it's already at six, but if you got it at a better number, good for you. I, I think at five and a half, you're in still in really good shape there. If you get above six, six and a half, you start the very important numbers in, in, in the NFL. You start to get in a little bit of territory where you might want to be a little careful uh, for the Cardinals to cover at six and a half or seven. Uh, but the fact that we've seen the line move like this, there's a couple reasons for that. One, uh, like we saw in the MVP race uh, for futures bets. The minute Kansas went online, you saw a quick adjustment amount of money bet on the Chiefs and amount of money bet on MVP for Mahomes. So I think that's impacted this line as well. But MVP, Mahomes had the 10th most uh, amount of dollars bet on him to win MVP prior to last week's launch in Kansas. Now he has the most amount of money on him. Okay, that's not just a coincidence that a, a week after Kansas launched. Yes, we're inside of a week of a season, and now the season's starting in for the Chiefs in just a few days. But I thought that was really, really, really interesting. But we've got some injuries on the Cardinals front. You know, J.J. Watt's got a calf injury. Marcus Golden's got a toe injury. Uh, Zach Ertz, their tight end, is banged up. Uh, and then 
here in the last, what, three hours or so, some news coming out that their wide receiver, Rondell Moore, is dealing with a hamstring injury of some sort. It doesn't mean he's not going to play, but as we all know, even if you play a hamstring, you're going to be limited in some form or fashion. This is already a Cardinals team that's without DeAndre Hopkins the first six weeks of the season. They trade for Hollywood Brown, but still, Rondell Moore is someone that they were going to count on for this game. I think that is important to recognize heading into this one. Andy Reid, 8-1 and one in season openers. Now, that helps you on the money line where the juice has gone to this point in time for me to take the, the Chiefs just on a money line bet. Um, it's my, what, minus 230, I believe, at last check, depending on what book you're taking a look at. Uh, so to me, it, this, is a, this is a Chiefs spread bet on this game. And, and I actually look at the under for the game. I think the inclination is, oh, Chiefs, Cardinals, tons of points are going to be scored. And there's going to be a lot of points scored, but it's the highest total of the week. It's at 53 and a half. No other game has a higher total for the week. I think Kansas City consistently in September games, we know they can score 30 right out of the gate. But there is still some question of the explosiveness of the offense. I think when the dust settles, they're going to be just fine offensively. But would it surprise you out of the gate if the big plays aren't there week one for Kansas City? Would it really surprise you? I think more so it's on the Cardinals. And are the Cardinals going to hold up their end of the bargain to get you over that total of 53 and a half? I lean under. It's not an official play. We'll give those later on in the show. We'll ask Alan Bell of Sportsline here in just a couple of minutes when he joins us on the show. But I lean under. That's a 53 and a half points for week one. For a Cardinals offense that doesn't have D-Hop, for a Cardinals offense that may not have Rondell Moore, and for a Chiefs offense that still has a bunch of new pieces for week one of the season. So I, I, I lean on the under a little bit there. I really like the Chiefs though at five and a half. I got it at five a few days ago. I really, really like the Chiefs at five and a half and five. I think at six, you're good. Get above six and a half. I would stay away from it. Again, official plays coming up a little bit later. But the, the Chiefs last seven openers, if you're wanting on the total, just some trends. And this is why I always present it. I say, hey, take take what you want. You can decide to fade or follow. But I want to give you at least both ends of why, for those of you that are thinking, oh, you want to take the over? Why? Maybe maybe that would back up your, your thinking. So the Chiefs' last seven season openers have finished over, and it's hit in seven of the last seven uh, Arizona games as a home dog. The Cardinals are a home underdog. When they're a home underdog in season openers, the over has hit. So some trends are on your side for an over bet, but I will point out, again, this is a different-look Chiefs offense for week one, and this is an Arizona offense that unlike last year, doesn't have D-Hop for the first six games of the season. We know the Cardinals got off to a great start uh, overall for the first portion of the, the season. They blew out the Titans last year. Remember, everybody wrote off the Titans a year ago in week one because, what was it, Chandler Jones had it was like five sacks, <laughs> three and a half sacks right away in week one. So that would be something that I would that I would mention when it comes to the total for this game. As far as some props, we can we can take a look at that. The one I really like for the Chiefs game here is Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns. It's plus 130 over at BetMGM. So Patrick Mahomes to throw for more than two touchdowns, right? You need three touchdowns from Patrick Mahomes in this game. This is a Cardinals defense last season that allowed 30 passing touchdowns. Only three teams allowed more than 31. So this is a Cardinals defense that doesn't have Chandler Jones anymore, as a matter of fact. He's over in Las Vegas now with the Raiders. Uh, so I like that prop bet. Even though if I, like, I lean under on the total, I still think Mahomes will have three touchdown passes. And a lot of it is because it's plus money. You know, it's, it's plus 130 for him to have three touchdowns in this game. So that's kind of my, my thinking on the Chiefs game in particular. But a few other props, just if you're wondering where the total's at, we've gone through season numbers last year or last week for Clyde, you know, 650 and a half 
over at uh, at DraftKings or over at FanDuel. It's 700 and a half rushing yards over at DraftKings. Again, another reason why it's important to shop around. Totals, 50-yard difference in rushing yards could be a big deal for, for Clyde in terms of his season, his season total. Um, but for this individual game, over at FanDuel, on the receiving props right now, here's what they have. Travis Kelsey over under 76 and a half yards. Juju Smith-Schuster over under 45 and a half yards. MVS over 43 and a half. And Sky Moore over 21 and a half. I'll point you in the direction of some audio from Patrick Mahomes earlier this week where he acknowledged that maybe it's a little bit different feel than, than where things have been in the past with this offense from a fantasy perspective and really player props on an individual basis. It's a lot like fantasy football, which is why player props are very, very popular. This is what Mahomes had to say about, hey, it's going to be a different guy every week. The biggest thing is it's going to be, I think there's going to be a, like a different player every single game that has the big game. It's not going to be just necessarily Tyreek and Travis every single week where it's like one or the other is having a big game or both. It's going to be every single week it's going to be someone different. So I'm sorry to all you fantasy football uh, guys, but it's going to be, it's going to come from everywhere. So you're going to have to kind of choose the right guy every week. That's comments not all that surprising if you've been following this offseason, if you've been listening to 610 Sports Radio, and when Cody and I have been up there for training camp watching the Chiefs, and that it seems like they're going to spread this thing around. The only guys in week one that I'm willing to go anywhere on a, on a prop bet comfortably is, is Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. For example, like MVS, I think there'll be some weeks where MVS will have 85 yards receiving, but I could also see some weeks where he has 30. So his number's at 43.5. I think that's a big gamble to take the over on 43.5 for MVS until we really start to see some of the roles be defined. It might be tough to bet on the Chiefs prop bet-wise for the receivers this year, guys. Like Juju Smith-Schuster and Travis Kelsey are the only two guys that I'm comfortable knowing they're getting the targets. And ultimately, this is all about getting targets. If you're going to bet a, a prop bet over on yardage for a receiver, the targets have to be there. Unless you think the number's so low. I'll admit... Little tempting seeing Sky Moore only at 21 and a half. Like, with Sky Moore catch his little five yard pass, you tell me he can't take it for 20. Like, that one's tempting. Like, that, that one, I, at 21 and a half, you start to get to such a low number. Sky Moore at just 21 and a half receiving yards. Like, it might be worth a little sprinkle. By kickoff, I'll probably end up doing that. But MVS at 43 and a half, that's, that's just not something I'm willing to do yet. Juju at 45 and a half, I'd be willing to go over on that. It's not, we'll, we'll get to, again, the official plays at the end of the show and get to the goalie locks. Travis Kelsey over 76 and a half. You're damn right. I'm going over 76 and a half for Travis Kelsey. I feel confident in being able to do that. As far as rushing props for the Chiefs and Cardinals game, I'll just lay out the four that are available. Kyler Murray over under 32 and a half. Patrick Mahomes 17 and a half yards rushing. A couple years ago, you could make some really good money off of Patrick Mahomes rushing yard props. They had them set so low and then people realize, oh, he can actually run a little bit. James Conner, 52 and a half. And then Clyde Edwards-Alaire, CEH, over under 43 and a half. I like the over for that. I'm a little more bullish on Clyde than others are. I think he'll go over his season total. And he's healthy right now, right? Take advantage of that. <laughs> right now, Clyde is healthy. If there's a time for Clyde to get over 43 and a half rushing yards, it's early on in the season, especially if you think the Chiefs are going to be able to attack this Cardinals uh, defense a little bit. And if they can get up enough, that perhaps we see Clyde carry the ball. I, I'll, I'll take 43 and a half over for Clyde. That's actually something that I feel really good about for week number one. Now, what does some of the expert handicappers believe about the Chiefs game? The college football weekend, we've got a huge game with Missouri and K-State coming up. We'll get into that a little bit next with Alan Bell. He's the host of the College Football Weekly Best Bet Show and Early Edge for CBS Sports and Sportsline. 
That Betting Show with Alex Gold. Thursday starting at 7 p.m. on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. All right, we're back here on That Betting Show on 610 Sports Radio, and it's time to focus in a little bit more on the rest of the NFL slate, also college football week number two, and do that. Excited to welcome in Alan Bell. He's the host of College Football Weekly Best Bet Show and also Early Edge for CBS Sports Sportsline. You can follow him on Twitter at Alan Bell 24-7 on Twitter. Alan, great to have you on the show, man. We, we, we finally made it. We got a full slate of NFL and college football this weekend. We have, man. First off, I appreciate me having me back, buddy. It's good to talk to you. And you're right. Full slate, man. College football, NFL, Thursday through Monday. It's going to be fantastic, man. Wanted to, to get your perspective, having been around sports betting for a while, for those here in the Kansas City area that have only been betting maybe for a week or so with the launch, what's the biggest difference, would you say, between betting on college football and now for the first time having a chance to start betting on these NFL games? Well, I'll say this. All right, so with the NFL, your point margins are going to be tight, okay? So understand how scoring is done in football, threes and sevens, all right? So the difference between two-and-a-half, three, and three-and-a-half in the NFL is huge, right? Like if you're taking a favorite and they're minus three-and-a-half, that's now two scores that you need to get, you know, or, you know, a a full touchdown. Um, Same thing with seven-and-a-half. You now need – you know, a touchdown and a field goal. So those half, you know, uh, points right there, they mean everything. In college, yeah, still important, but generally you could get away with it a little bit more. It's a little more loose of a sport. But with the NFL, do not play around. Like those, you know, half points, they matter a ton. Let's get right into it. Starting with the Chiefs, though, who will be in Arizona on Sunday afternoon over at FanDuel, they're five-and-a-half-point favorites. This line has creeped up to five-and-a-half, six in some spots as well. What's your feel on this game where we've got a lot of questions still that we've been trying to answer here in Kansas City all offseason about this young defense and, of course, what's it going to look like offensively without Tyreek Hill? Yeah, so you're right, man. I mean, you know, Tyreek Hill, uh, Tyron Matthew, like without those two guys, the team is different, right? But Different is okay, and if there's any coach in the NFL that I trust with that, it's Andy Reid. My man has been literally adapting for 20 years now. He knows what he's doing, and I think the Chiefs offense actually is going to benefit without Tyreek Hill. I know that sounds crazy, but hear me out. I think it's going to help Patrick Mahomes. I think it's going to help the run game. I think it's going to ease things for both of those units and players. So I'll say this. I like the Chiefs to cover here. I know that the you know the number is going up. That means the public is betting on the Chiefs as well. Um, so yeah, get it while you can because if it continues to go, it's a big difference between five and a half uh, and six and a half because that's two field goals. Now you need a touchdown. Yeah, be careful with that. But yeah, long story short, I like the Chiefs here. The the total I think it's the highest of the week, fifty three and a half. And and we, we you just mentioned the the offense from the Kansas City side, but I guess my my issue here is. Is the Arizona offense going to be clicking right away to where we can get to that 53.5 points? I know the Chiefs and openers, they'll they'll score over 30 points fairly easily under Patrick Mahomes, but can Arizona do that without DeAndre Hopkins? They can. They've got the talent and the players to do it. And I'll say this, if there's ever a time that you're going to bet on the Arizona Cardinals scoring points, it's at the beginning of the season. They generally fall off the second half of the year, but the first half of the year, 
They are money, and they come out of the gate hot. So I think we're going to have a great game. It's going to be a ton of fun to watch. Yeah, if you're going to play a total, play the over or nothing because the Cardinals will put up some points too. They could go big play hunting for sure, same way Kansas City can. We'll see some explosive plays. It's going to be fun. We're talking to Alan Bell of Sportsline. Of course, uh, you can follow him on Twitter at AlanBell247, talking some NFL week number one. A lot of attention here locally in the AFC West and even nationally with it being the toughest division in football on paper heading in. That Raiders-Chargers game, it's out in, in L.A., and it sees the Chargers as three-and-a-half-point favorites right now, the total sitting at 52-and-a-half. Uh, first off, are you are you all in on the Chargers this year and, and enough even without J.C. Jackson to to take them at minus three-and-a-half? Well, let me say this, all right? So I like the Chargers, right? Like, I think they're going to be a good team. Justin Herbert is an excellent quarterback, and they've got a good defense. As for being all in on them, no. Like, I still think this division goes through Kansas City, and until someone knocks them off consistently, which nobody's been able to do, uh, yeah, good luck there, right? And let me talk about this game real quick. Don't let the line fool you. This is a home game for the Raiders. They'll have way more fans in Los Angeles than the Chargers will. So when you look at the spread of three and a half, that means that the Chargers, they need more than a field goal. They're going to have to get a touchdown uh, or two field goals to cover this one. No, I'm going to take the Raiders plus three and a half. And quite frankly, I think the Raiders win this one outright. And I'll give you a stat here. Since 2014, when divisional opponents play against each other in week one, the underdog is 76% against the spread. Give me the Raiders in this one all day long. So I'm with you there on the Raiders, not only for this game, but I, I've talked about this here locally with the AFC West, and, and I think the Chiefs are going to win this division, but I think the Raiders are undervalued. I think they're plus 650 to win the West. I don't believe they're going to win it. But to me, the fact that the Broncos and Chargers, are the, the gap between them in terms of winning the division and, and the Raiders based off of where the odds are at, I think it's kind of out of whack. The Raiders made the playoffs last year and added Devontae Adams. Yes, they have the worst quarterback in the division, but it's a division with Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, and Patrick Mahomes. So I, I think people are forgetting about the Raiders a little bit, and I, I like it. it makes me feel good that you're on the same page there, at least for week one, uh, for the Raiders to cover and, as you said, win outright. Yeah, absolutely. the Raiders are a good football team. Like I, People who are sleeping on them, be careful. Uh, I am not in on the Broncos. I don't think they're going to be anywhere near what people think they are. Uh, I think they've got some issues there. And the Chargers, look, man, We've watched the Chargers for 30 years plus. It's the same team. Like, the Chargers are the same team no matter who's the coach, who's the quarterback. They're, like, just good enough, but then they kind of fall apart. I'm with you, man. I think the Raiders are the second-best team in this division. I think that they're going to be consistent. I think that they, they, they'll finish behind the Chiefs and a good bet. You could bet on, you know, not only who's going to win the division, but you could get really good odds on, on picking who finishes first and who finishes second. You could probably get – Chiefs first, Raiders second, at around plus 800 or so. You could make some nice money off that. One of the other games, Alan, that has kind of stood out to me just with some line movement and based also off of preseason expectation is that, that Colts-Texans game. I mean, the Texans are seven-and-a-half-point dogs, at least at FanDuel. Again, I've always told our listeners it's so important to shop around at different books uh, when you're, when, no matter what you're talking about, futures market or individual games like this to make sure you're getting your, you know, your, your, the best line possible but the Texans are seven and a half point underdogs at home to the Indianapolis Colts, and it's a Colts team that I know everybody's pretty high on to win the AFC South. What's your feel on on this game here now that it's gone up to seven and a half? Yeah, I, look, I, I, I like the Texans before it did that. Now that you're giving me the hook, 
Outside of seven, I absolutely love the Texans to cover this one. It's at home. Davis Mills is a much better quarterback than people give him credit for. And let me say this. Being here in the AFC South, I'm at base out in Nashville. Uh, I've seen the Texans a lot, right? I've seen the Colts a lot. Uh, the minute that Deshaun Watson left that team in that locker room, their morale went way up. Like, this is a team that feels like a team once again. The Colts are going to win the game, but I'll take the Texans to cover that one. And, you know, people always talk about the Colts division, AFC South. You know what they haven't done since 2014? Win the division. (laughs) They haven't done it in a long time. Every other team, including the Jaguars, have won the division more recently than the Colts have. And I can see a little bit of – you know, continuity issues, you know, between Matt Ryan and that offense, and they're kind of conservative anyway. Yeah, give me the Texas plus seven and a half. Before we get over to college football and week two action, and of course that Alabama-Texas game that people have kind of keyed in on a little bit uh, with that line, what, a 20 and a half or so. What about any, any other game that catches your attention here in the NFL before we wrap up on, on week one? Yeah, so I'll say this, man. I think that you're going to, speaking of being based here in Nashville, I think that you're going to get good value on the Titans in week one. All right, you've got a team that's coming off of an upset loss in the playoffs. They've been mad all offseason. Ryan Tannehill and everything that he's been through has been nuts. Derrick Henry is back. You look at the Giants. They're coming in, brand-new head coach, his first game as a head coach on the road against a team that has a better quarterback, a better running back, a better coach, a much better defense than the Giants have. If you get the Titans around six, I think that's a good play there. College football last weekend was awesome, not just to have it back, but certainly some of the wild endings, including that LSU-Florida State game. Now we, we look at that Saturday afternoon kickoff between Alabama and Texas, the uh, Crimson Tide 20-and-a-half-point favorites. Does that scare you at all, or is that all right? Now that's still under 21. It's still under three touchdowns. Well. This Alabama team is is legit. They're for real. Um, And what Nick Saban said, I know it it made a lot of people mad, um, you know, in the offseason where he said, you know, last year was a rebuilding year. He was correct. Like, it's very not often that he gets to bring back both coordinators, a Heisman-winning quarterback, running backs, offensive linemen. Uh, This Alabama team's legit. And the biggest problem Texas had last year is they gave up big plays and couldn't stop the run. Uh, Well, sorry to say this, Texas fans. (laughs) But that's exactly what Alabama does is hit you on big plays and run the ball right at you. So, yeah, give me Alabama here. I know it's it's Alabama will cover that. Florida had one of the best wins, if not the best win, of the weekend against Utah down in the swamp and first-year head coach and new quarterback comes in and and definitely had the the statement win of the weekend. They're welcoming in number 20, Kentucky. Florida, five-and-a-half-point favorites. It, it, It scares me a little bit only because I don't, I don't know how good Florida really is. I know they, they came up with a top seven win, but I think that win for Florida might be when we look back at later on the season and be like, how on earth did they pull that one off? Yeah, I'm with you. Look, now, look, I, their, their new head coach, Billy Napier, I'm a huge fan of this guy. I've been watching him for a while uh, down in Louisiana. He's a hardworking, blue-collar guy. Like he, it will, If it doesn't work at Florida, it will not be because of a lack of effort. But all that being said, I think that was a monster win for Florida. I think there will be a little bit of a hangover. They'll win the game, but I'll take Kentucky plus five and a half. Kentucky can put up more points than people think. I think this was a closer game than people think. Again, Florida wins the game, take a money line, but, yeah, Kentucky covers this one. Locally here, three local schools, and one of them is Kansas, who 
uh, had a had a win against Tennessee Tech and, and actually covered the 30 and a half points and everybody didn't think that was going to be possible given the track record with KU football over the last decade or so. They go to West Virginia in a Big 12 game and I thought the Mountaineers, despite a loss to Pittsburgh, I, I thought they actually had a nice performance uh, there in the backyard brawl a week ago. KU 13 and a half point dogs uh, here locally, especially as a KU grad, I, that, that is awfully hard for me to stomach them covering 13 and a half in a Big 12 game. Well, I'll say this, man. I, I'm with you. I thought that, that West Virginia actually surprised me a little bit more uh, than Pitt did uh, in the game last weekend. But that being said, Kansas put up some points. Kansas looked good. I like what Leopold's doing out there. Um, again, West Virginia likely wins this game. But you know what? I'm going to roll with Kansas on the 13 and a half. Again, you give me that hook. Yeah, like you're giving me that hook. So now they're going to need exactly two touchdowns, like a touchdown, two field goals, not going to do it. I'll take the 13 and a half on Kansas. I think they've got a little juice rolling out there, man. That'll make some uh, some, some KU fans uh, happy to hear that. And then lastly, locally, uh, a game that I'm really excited about, people are here locally, is not two top 25 teams or anything, but two former Big 12 foes in Manhattan. It's the Kansas State Wildcats welcome in Eli Drinkwitz in Missouri Tigers. The Wildcats, seven-and-a-half-point favorites. I believe this opened up at nine or nine-and-a-half, and and the numbers come down a little bit here. That rushing attack for K-State, I think, is the the biggest reason why you you would potentially be back in K-State here against Missouri. But seven-and-a-half, what do you make of the line movement? Yeah, you know what? I like it because I I like Kansas State. Uh, at the nine, I think that Missouri had a great game last week. And, you know, there's a lot of juice uh, behind Drinkwitz in that program. And rightfully so. Uh, they, they put in some work um, and, and they're going to be all right from what they were last year. That being said, um, I, I think that they have a little bit of a hangover game this week. And I think that if you're looking to find some value, Kansas State is going to be that because, dude, Kansas State can move the ball on you. And if they can run, good luck. I saw that Missouri team last year. Uh, they gave up. I mean, miles of rushing yards, right? So I, I, I'll give me Kansas State here. It's going to be a really fun game, and, and both teams are really headed in the right direction. But, yeah, I'll take Kansas State this one. I, I think Missouri comes back down to earth a little bit. Yeah, Deuce Vaughn and that rushing attack for K-State. I don't know how many teams are going to be able to really slow that down at all throughout, throughout this entire lethal. season. Yeah, it, it is unbelievable and, and, and certainly going to play a huge factor on Saturday in Manhattan, he is Alan Bell, host of the College Football Weekly Best Bet Show and Early Edge for CBS Sports and Sportsline. Give him a follow on Twitter. He's always got great nuggets heading in to each NFL week as well on Twitter at Alan Bell 24-7. Alan, really appreciate the time, man. We'll let you uh, enjoy some Thursday night football. Man, I appreciate you, buddy. Thanks so much for having me on. Talk to you soon. You got a great insight on the NFL and college football. We'll come back. We'll update you a little bit on the Bills game and then get to the Goldilocks college football NFL heading into the weekend here on That Betting Show. That Betting Show with Alex Gold. Thursday starting at 7 p.m. on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. All right, we're back here on that betting show. Into the first quarter, Bills up 7-0 on the Rams. Gabriel Davis, your first touchdown score of the season. And for the game, that means 9-1. to Catch those tickets. Congrats to our guy Dusty Likens, by the way, who had a ticket 9-1 to for Gabe Davis to have the first touchdown. Josh Allen, though, did just throw his first pick of the season. was not his fault at all. Isaiah McKenzie did him dirty there a little bit. Also, it was a nice play by the defender. But uh, that's where we're at in that game. Just a couple minutes left. Just a quick one-hour show tonight. Thanks again to Allen Bell from 24 7 sports for joining us let's get to the goldilocks though and now we've got some nfl and college football to get to last week uh, with the way college football went it puts us on official show picks for college football 
at four and four on the season. Obviously, we'll hopefully get better from there, but we'll take a little 500 start. Uh, that Utah game was a big swing for us, unfortunately. Let me start with two props in the NFL that I really, really like for this weekend. Jonathan Taylor for the Colts. They're taking on the Houston Texans. Over 96 and a half rushing yards against the Texans. He rushed for 145, 143 last year in two games. That Texas defense really didn't do much to improve itself. In fact, they lost Justin Reed, who's now a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. The Texans gave up the second most rushing yards to opposing teams a year ago. Really like Taylor to go over 96 and a half. I mentioned the other one earlier because it's plus money, plus 130 over at BetMGM. Patrick Mahomes over two and a half touchdown passes in the game on Sunday afternoon against that Arizona Cardinals defense. Those are two props that I'm officially playing for that betting show. As far as the spread in the NFL, my favorite spread pick of the weekend, the Philadelphia Eagles minus three and a half. Some places it's four minus three and a half against the Detroit Lions. Way too much hype for the Lions. I know we all like hard knocks. We like Dan Campbell. But did we not see what happened last year? The Philadelphia Eagles destroyed the Lions, put up 44 points a year ago. That defensive front against maybe the best old line in football, there's not much improvement on the D-line yet. I'm not buying an Aiden Hutchinson week one going to have that big of an impact to slow down the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm not telling you the Eagles hype is legit to that they're going to go on a run and make their way to the Super Bowl like some have discussed. But for one week to cover three and a half points week one against the Lions, yes, I love that. The other one hinted at this earlier, Kansas City minus five and a half against Arizona. Get that bet in before it creeps up above six, five and a half Arizona. I gave you the reasons for that earlier on in the show. This other one, you know, my feeling on the Raiders, at least early on in this season, how they're undervalued Las Vegas plus four at the LA Chargers, a ton of love for the Chargers. Justin Herbert's the real deal, but the Raiders made the playoffs a year ago. They added Devontae Adams. This is in LA. And as Alan Bell told us, this is kind of gonna be like a home game for the Raiders still down in LA with the Chargers. A lot of Raiders fans in the LA area. I like the, the, the Las Vegas Raiders to cover the four points. I won't go as bold as Allen that this is going to be a money line outright win for the Raiders, but I'll take the Raiders plus four on the road against the Chargers. In my last NFL pick, Tampa minus two and a half Sunday night football taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Last year in their first game, it was a classic. Dallas should have beat them. They did not. Tampa, I know we got questions about the Bucs, but I love it. You're giving me Tampa that just went by a field goal to cover. I like Tampa against those Dallas Cowboys. Those are my four picks in the NFL and the two props. Real quickly, we got a minute left. How about college football? Alabama, Texas under 65 and a half and Alabama minus 20 and a half. So Alabama to win by 21 or more. I like the under 65 and a half. How on earth is Quinn Ewers in Texas going to score on this Bama defense? My other two quickly, Colorado and Air Force under 49 and a half. Did you watch the Colorado game at all last weekend? Quarterbacks, they can't get them in line. They're running out two different quarterbacks. Neither looked all that effective. I don't know how Colorado scores enough to help you with the under 49 and a half. And then Arkansas minus eight against South Carolina. I think this is a terrible mismatch for the South Carolina Gamecocks. So give me Arkansas minus the eight. That's a quick rundown on my picks. The Goldilocks here on that betting show. Be sure to hit me up on Twitter at Alex Gold, the Discord channel. We'll talk more about these picks. Best of luck this weekend. We'll talk to you next week here on that betting show. Thanks to Julio Sanchez for producing the Chris Kleiman show coming up next here on 610 Sports Radio. That betting show with Alex Gold, Thursday starting at 7 p.m. on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app.